Hello and welcome back. It's been a few weeks. It, it's been a hot minute. Um, so summer got really crazy for us. And, and hot. And, and very, very hot. Gotta love Phoenix. Um, and so we just kind of decided that the Pyramid of Intimacy was kind of our uh, mid-season break. In coming back, we uh, we definitely have a, a long list of fantastic things that we're going to be talking about. We're excited that you are joining us again, and we are looking forward to interacting with you again and uh, getting some feedback, and hopefully this continues to bless your life. It certainly has been an awesome opportunity and a blessing for us. So we're going to jump right into this. We are raising children, and our oldest daughter is getting to that age that she's starting to gauge and gain interest in boys. And in doing so, our thoughts are kind of turning to, okay, what are the what are the good things and the bad things about these boys that she's getting interested in? And though she's 11, so there really isn't any fixed things, we still are starting to notice the red flags. Things that, you know, in, in elementary school, a red flag is like, you know, uh, bullying them and teasing them to try and get their attention. That That's that's a that's a red flag. And that's what we've tried, tried to teach our daughter recently of like, look, if this is the kind of behavior that gets your attention from them, that's the kind of behavior they will continue to do as you grow up. And if you decide you start liking each other and wanting to go on dates at that point, that behavior is not going to change. So what we decided we wanted to do that would be so beneficial, not only to our posterity down the road, but to all those teenagers or other people getting back into the dating world is how cool would it be to do a multi-part series? Who knows how many parts we're going to do? There are a lot of red flags in dating, so we're probably going to take this pretty far. Who knows, maybe maybe 10 episodes or more, but they're going to be shorter, broken down episodes of what red flags there are in dating in order to help those entering into this dating world know what to look for and how to avoid that toxicity and abuse down the road so that you have that peace of mind in order to recognize these things and in order to make the decision that is best suited for your safety within any future relationship that you have. So on that note, welcome to Recovering You. I was a red flag dater. That that's that's what I would say. If I were to look at our relationship from your parents' eyes <laughs> when we first started dating, I imagine they were like, "This boy's got a lot of red flags." Yeah, but we were states away, so they didn't see it. Are are there some things that you remember just kind of off the top of your head that were red flags that kind of stuck out when we were dating? Well, we dated for a long time. Well, a long you time mean like, in like maybe in like our church's standards. Well, we we dated off and on. Yeah. And so it extended the beginnings 
stage we well we it kind of convoluted each of the stages we want to talk about because we we broke up multiple times and half of them weren't even because of us so we can we can say why basically my my dad did not approve and he kept of me yeah he didn't like me yeah and uh he kept saying I, I needed to date and, you know, play the field a little bit more and explore a little bit more and find what I really wanted. And there, the, the first, the first time I kind of saw logic in it and I was like, yeah, I did just get back from my mission. I should probably, you know, just see, see what I really like. But I, I kept being drawn back to you and that was never good enough for him. He, he always thought that there was something about you that he didn't like and, so, yeah, we've had many discussions about that aspect. And so, yeah, I, I did break up with you because of the, the wishes of a parent multiple times. Because after that, it was more I just didn't want to deal with the contention at home. I didn't want to get yelled at. I didn't want to disappoint my parents. And so I didn't stand up for myself and what my feelings were. And so basically, I didn't have a backbone. And that's a red flag. Yes. That's actually one we don't have written down. No. But it was good. <laughs> Find yourself someone who can stand up for their values and their beliefs and is willing to stand up for the relationship as well and fight for that relationship. Because I was not willing to fight for the relationship. True. So, yeah. That came later. I think that's hard, though, at the very beginning of a relationship. When you first meet someone and you're going on those first dates, there's not that commitment that you have further on in dating. And so it is harder when a parent says don't date them anymore date around more other people you're like well okay that makes sense yeah uh i should be dating multiple people to figure out and narrow down what i do want um so it's hard when it's it does make sense that one yeah there does come a point where you go past that first date first few dates where you are actually dating that one person and they still go, no, you should still date around. And you're like, actually, I've decided I'm dating this person, this one, because I need to see where this one is going. And I'm really drawn to this one. Like something is pulling me into that relationship. I don't want to see other people. There, there should hit a point in the dating part of the relationship where it, it goes from dating around multiple people um, to one. Because that's the precursor to do I want to be engaged to this person? Yeah. It, it's the, the next to step commitment. Yeah. in that dating arena. Yeah. Um, when, when you do start dating, there's always that phase of like the best behavior, someone who's always on their best behavior. And you're going to get this no matter what. And I don't think that starts out as a red flag. I think that starts out as you want to put forth your, your best image of yourself. You Every, want, everyone does it. Yeah. You want to be dressed nice. You want to smell good. You know, you, you want to make sure you have good breath. You want to make sure there, there's essentially nothing uh, about yourself that is deterring other people or the, the other individual. But there needs to come a time where you allow yourself to be seen for the flawed, imperfect human that you are. And if, if this person that you are with, even after like months of dating, is always still saying the perfect thing, the right thing, agreeing with everything, always perfectly dressed, never letting their hair down, never, you know, ne never showing the fact that they're frustrated or irritated or overwhelmed or dealing with any sort of struggle. That is a red flag because what's going to happen when you 
get into a much more serious relationship like engagement or marriage. And then all of a sudden this bomb goes off and you're like, I have never seen this side of you. And now I'm, I feel like I'm kind of stuck in this relationship. The reality bomb. Yeah. I feel like there is supposed to be this natural segue from the good, the good first impression that we put off because we want more of a chance than just looks basically. So we, we put on the nicest looks so that our date looks deeper because they look past that because it's like, okay, yes, they look nice. I am attracted to this person visually. And cause that then can move on to the deeper attractiveness of each person. Yeah. When you show up to a date, dressed like a slob on that first date they go well they didn't even bother they didn't even try <laughs> so it's not first date etiquette to dress like whatever yeah. like you don't care because you should care you should show the person you are dating i cared enough on these first few dates to get ready and be put together and i feel like that's not putting forth a false image i think it comes when later on in the relationship if you still haven't seen the real side of someone the reality of a day-to-day -day life you're not really dating that person you're dating their first impression yeah and so i think that is where the the red flag of it comes is why is this wall this facade still up it made sense at the beginning it doesn't make sense anymore because i don't want to date your first impression. I want to date you. And I've committed enough that we've gone on enough dates that I should be able to start seeing the real you so that as life goes forward and reality inevitably does take part in life, that you want to know what you're signing up for. Yeah. Because that's the whole purpose of dating, really, is seeing what you're signing up for with that person. It's not just, oh, are they a good kisser? Or <laughs> do I like the way they look enough that I can look at them for a long time? Because looks change. And so it's it's really getting to those deeper things and being able to get to those deeper things that causes that first impression, best behavior person to become a red flag. Yeah. And w without getting sidetracked too much, this is where narcissists kind of stay. They stay this way to everyone else's eyes. They will change their behavior behind closed doors. They will change their behavior in the privacy of their relationship, but everyone else will see them always in this first impression mode. So if you notice somebody acting with you in a much more relaxed but negative way towards you, but then when you guys are in public, and he's like, oh, singing your praises. You're the most wonderful person ever. The perfect match for you, like, or for them. Then you start to wonder why, if I am the perfect match, if I'm this wonderful person, do you put me down so much when it's just the yeah. two of us? Why do you treat me why less am, when we're alone? Why am I suddenly imperfect when it's just the two of us? It should, I don't know, it should be level that the, yeah. Their perception of you should not change depending on who you are with. I, I think the only thing that really changes when we are alone or when we're with family is the amount of affection that I show. But the way that I talk to you, the way that I treat you, uh, the, the way that we tease each other a little bit and, and flirt and stuff, 
it's the same around family as it is at home. Our, our, our kids don't see a different version of us when we're at a family reunion than they do when we walk in the house. So, yeah, I, I think you made a great point there. Was now, this perfect. isn't to be confused with the first time they meet your family. Obviously, again, again. first impression. <laughs> first impression. They mode. want to come off as the best version of themselves so that your family gives them more of a chance, just right. like you did on the first date. So it's not that first time. Yeah. So just to kind of close out this first segment that we have in this multi-part series on red flags and dating, um, what I wanted to say just here at the end is while we fall for the first impression of that individual, we need to make sure that we are committing ourselves to the real version of that individual and that we're not making those commitments to that first impression because nobody's first impression is exactly who they are. Some might be really close and others might be a long way off. And that's why the only way to really see who this real version is of this individual is to do it the old-fashioned way, by spending time getting to know them in different settings and how they are with you in those different settings. How are they with you when they're around your, their friends? How do they treat you around their family? How do they treat you when you're alone and when you go on walks or have more private conversations or you're riding in the car with them? How do they talk to you? If there's a huge difference in each of these things, then you're not seeing the real version of them. And the closest thing to that real version of them is probably who they are when they're alone with you. Okay? So this is all before you commit to any sort of relationship with them. You are not committed to anyone while you're getting to know them. This is a trial period, and we should treat it as so. We should be investigating what kind of person this is because we're going to be putting our emotional safety and well-being in the hands of another individual. Okay, There will be a little bit of that connection as things go on. So this, this trial period is really important. You know, everyone says and does what it seems like the other person wants to hear and see. They dress in the way that they think the other person wants to see them dress. They eat the food that the other person is eating, even if they don't like it as much, because they think that will make that person happy. This is totally normal, and it's totally normal until it's not. And that's where we need to recognize, okay, this first impression mode of always doing things in the perfect way has gone on for quite a while and that's a big red flag when do i get to start to see the real version of this individual and we will talk about that more in depth later on down the road until that time if you have any questions or comments about this first impression type of red flag and whether they're hiding something like narcissism or keeping things in the dark from you then we would love to hear from you. And those details of how you can reach us will be following this. Thank you again for joining us, and we look forward to spending another week with you next week. If you liked what you heard today, please don't forget to take just a few seconds to rate us and share this episode with someone you think it may benefit. If you have any questions for Katie or myself, feel free to reach out to us at recoveryu2 at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to having you back next week.